This is part two of Osirisim's Extras, Growing Pains. All right, Romeo. So one thing that I always wanted to ask you is, when you first got brought into acting from Rav, how did that feel? Did it feel like you had no choice? Did you feel like, oh, this is quite interesting? What was the internal process? And did you feel like you had a choice? Not that Rav forced you or anything, but how did it feel to actually be given the opportunity? Or did it feel kind of like a burden at first? Because with the feature, it was a lot of days. It was the peak of summer. It was yeah. the best summer I've that seen in this country ever. ever. But no, instead of for a kid in central London wearing crop tops and wearing a white trainers, we're shooting a film. So what? What was it like when you first got granted the op? I think it was a bit of everything you just said, really. I mean, at first it was kind of like, wait, what, since when am I in a film? <laughs> and, it was, and then uh, it was kind of a burden because I was like, wait, what if I mess this up? Like, am I ready for this? And then when it, like, when it started, I was like, okay, this, this is kind of cool. And then, yeah, I kind of just got used to it and started to really enjoy it, enjoy the company as well. So it was really fun. So, like, it was in stages almost so if you had to kind of give advice to your younger self what would you say about being granted the opportunity and having all those emotions running through your body just kind of take it use it and just go for it really you know when you were doing the acting what elements can you use in as an advantage in real life ooh that's um, Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god, I'm so amazing. Like, I just sat down and I asked like the most like unearthing question ever. <laughs> How could I use acting in real life? I feel like not the acting per se, but kind of the process of it. So meeting new people, mm. I'm now way more comfortable meeting new people. Like back, like back, back in those times, I was I was shy. But now I feel more, a bit more outgoing. I, I could meet someone and actually talk to them. Mm-hmm. So I think that will, that is something you need in life. You need to be able to have a conversation with someone. Yes. So yeah, that that's really that's quite a positive. So it helps you socially. This. Yeah, definitely. It helps you socially move forward. That's good, man. That you took um, qualities away from it as well. What, what did you learn from your brother when you when he asked you to be a part of the film? What's everything that you learned from your brother and Shan? Uh, they they kind of just taught me to... They were kind of my coaches, in a way, really. That's how I think of it. They kind of taught me, they gave me tips. Uh, like, they just told me, like, to go for it. Don't be too shy. Kind of... They, they basically taught me my lines. They taught me everything that I know. So, yeah. Yeah, and I find that interesting because, I don't know, I feel like in life it's so easy to be given opportunity and it's so easy to kind of, like, turn it down and say no. Yes. But then, Romy, it takes such a huge, like... It takes this huge kind of gut feeling to kind of be like, you know, I'm going to do it. And like you said, the main thing is, like, failure and everyone on that set had the same feeling. Because you don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if all the words I wrote made sense. Mm. I don't know if, like and the actors are going to show up. I don't know if, like, how people feel. Like, that's just a thing of life. Even when, like, you start working, whether it's a job you have to do to get by or a job you love, there's always going to be those moments that test you because if you kind of want to go up a rank, you're going to have to do things you've never done before. And in the moment, you're just like, oh, I kind of like being, like, low-key. I don't want to stand out. But if you want to actually make, like, a real, like, stamp in this world or even within your community, you have to kind of, like, step 
out of the shadows at some mm. point. So where in your kind of life can be crazy if not because I know you also do music as well like when have mm-hmm. you felt like you had to kind of step out of the shadows and what was that feeling like I feel like it wasn't one definite moment mm-hmm. I feel like it was it's been and it continues to be kind of specific points in my life so one of those times was obviously starting music and then ending up getting a scholarship for it somehow mm-hmm. and then like uh, like obviously there, there's just little things in life that kind of you get an opportunity you're like do I want to take this and it's like yeah sure why not mm. you only live once so I feel like those all accumulate to give one kind of bigger bigger picture and make you who you are mm. so just so that people understand like when you say you know, you got a scholarship for music. Mm-hmm. Like, where did that journey start and what instruments do you play? I know, Junior knows, but yes. I don't think everyone else knows. Okay, so... <laughs> He's like, basically, like, okay, basically, let me get my resume out. <laughs> basically, basically. Um, so, in year four... Well, okay, let me start. I went to a primary school called St. Joseph's, Highgate Hill. Uh, they do music. They teach the whole class music, which is... I find that really cool. Um, Wait, so not just the recorder, but actual other instruments? Yeah, so every oh, year... Oh, we just taught the recorder. <laughs> every year, they, they, like, there's an instrument you learn for the oh, year. Cool. So in year three, I wasn't there for year three, um, they did the recorder, and that, that was the first year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then year four, they do violin, year five, they do clarinet, and then year six, they kind of just do music in general. But the thing about me was that because I joined in year four, I didn't get the music kind of basics. So I had to, I had to learn basically year three stuff and year four in addition. Okay. So, um, yeah, I joined the school, uh, started learning violin, had no idea what I was doing. But then kind of started making progress bit by bit. Then I ended up, the music teacher pulled me aside and said, Look, you're doing really well. Uh, I'd like to offer you a scholarship. Ooh. And so obviously I'm like, wait, but I don't, I don't know anything about violin. I don't know these violin. words. I'm only like, a child. What? So I was thinking, wait, so like she wanted me to make the decision. Then I was like, I don't, I don't know. I actually don't know. But I ended up saying yes. Mm. It was a four-year scholarship, but it ended up being extended. So it ended just last year. So I've, so since year four to year eleven, I've managed to do five grades. So, um, and that that's actually really good. That's something I'm really proud of because you get U- UCAS points for those, and yeah. it's really helpful for going to uni and just oh, come on. to put in your CV and things Can like that. Can I do that. this for one second, please? Not even yeah. to be by any chance. Wow, Romeo. they extended it. Yeah, they extended it. So awesome. that um, that meant that basically everything was free. So I got lessons for free. Yes. Uh, so uh, I I do orchestra as well okay. for free. So yeah. everything was everything's really good. Everything's really fun. Okay, and you also play the piano, right? Yeah, that one. Uh, so basically, uh, so I play violin. The music, music theory is basically the same everywhere. Uh, if you read music, you can basically do anything, really. So I kind of, uh, my dad bought, bought me a piano, 
and I kind of taught myself a bit, learned how to read music for piano. And then he got me a teacher for a bit and he paid for me to learn quite a bit. And so now I, I would say I dabble in piano, not as well as, not as, well as violin, but I still do quite well in piano. I love that. Girls, don't get yourself a guy that dabbles in logic. Get yourself a guy that dabbles in piano. Oh, gosh, that's a rarity. You're using the left side of your brain. What do you find the difference between the violin and the piano is? So, OK, so I feel this this could actually start arguments. No. Oh, let's start this, a war, this, mate. Let's start, start a arguments. war. So, uh, I would... OK, I say violin is definitely harder than piano. Oh... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but because the thing is, violin, there is a whole technique to everything you do. But piano is like piano is hard. That, don't get me wrong. But yeah. you just press a key, it makes a sound. There's no technique to that. Yes. But violin, like every movement you do has to be kind of calculated. So I'd say violin is harder. Mm. Um, like you, you need to, you need to have faster reactions. Definitely. You need to be quick on your feet. Mm. So, yeah, but uh, piano, I'd say, so I find violin more fun, but piano has a kind of uh, a freedom, more freedom to it, I feel like. Because uh, piano, if you play piano, you can play keyboard, and <clears throat> the keyboard, you can like do loads of different sounds on it, and that, that is really fun. I find that really fun. Okay, so you find the ele- you find the elements in if you can play a piano, you can play a keyboard. Mm-hmm. But if you can play a violin, you could just can't pick up a guitar. Yeah, you could. Um, so I like um, so basically, I I play violin and piano. But in school, there are loads of people play like instruments like I know people who play clarinet like saxophone double bass guitar like there are loads of guitar players so one of my friends is a guitar player like one lunch time we ended up performing arts block and I was like you know what let's learn let me learn guitar for like 20 minutes so he taught me a bit of guitar and I taught him a bit of violin and ah that's the cool yeah so Rome I did want to ask on where do you stand now with music because it's like you got these like multiple threads. You got yeah. acting, you mm. got music, and mm. then you you also got like Sounds. academia. Mm. So how do you feel about music and where you at now with violin? Because you said the scholarship ended a year ago. Where you at now? Okay, so I did my grade five exam on the fifth of December. Mm-hmm. It was a Thursday. I remember that day very well. <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm gonna continue it. Uh, that's good. I want to get all the way to grade eight, but that's the highest. Yes. Uh, that's what. That's what I really want to do. So I'm gonna keep going. I love it. And yeah. if you just had to kind of like think on the spot, what do you think are the differences and the kind of similarities with music and acting when it comes to just you know the process, the amount of time and commitment, the actual doing of it, the pleasures that you find, the stresses, if there are any. I think they are very similar, almost a bit too similar, to be honest. <laughs> um, so with music, obviously, you have you have the music, you have the instrument, and then you have what you're playing. So you learn the music, you perform it, 
and then you kind of you can add your own twist to it and that's kind of similar with acting you have the script you learn it and then you perform it and you can kind of give it something from you to kind of bring the character to life so they those two really cross over so you can use them to help I know you've got plans to potentially, I don't know, go to university. How do you feel like the blog and writing about space is going to help you? Because we all know what it's like when you start a blog. You want lots of people to read it. What is your aim with the blog as well? Okay, so the blog is mainly just to put myself out there to show. So this is what you said to me. Like you said to me, I need to show that I'm actually interested. So the blog is kind of to show that, yeah, this is me. I want to do this. Like if you give me a chance, so... It's kind of a stepping stone, so I kind of see everything that I'm doing right now as a stepping stone to get space, hopefully. So I'm kind of using the music, the acting, the blog to kind of push me up above everyone else Mm -hmm. so that I can be more noticed. And why do you feel like you need to be more noticed? And this is not, not that it's a bad thing. It's very right, you do have to do that. What kind of moment or when did you come to that realisation? Because a lot of people, like Junior can agree with me, they come to that realisation when they're like mid-20s, like, oh my yes. God, I'm actually competing against other people. Yes. It's not enough to just be myself with my my name and my mm-hmm. features and my mm-hmm. unique DNA. That's not enough. When did you realise that? Because that's a very mature thing to realise. I feel like um, that was mainly you guys kind of telling, like showing me, not really telling me, but kind of showing me oh. what, like what the world is actually like. Like, you can't be naive, like, everything just falls into your lap, you need to work for it. So, I feel like, and I remember, do you remember the talk you did at the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of saying you need to be unique to, to have your own thing that you can bring to the table. So I feel like if I have something like that more than others, then, that's going to like, kind of help me and push me up. I'm really happy that you found the inspiration through Rafa and I, and I feel like that's an important Strong. thing, because a lot of people will kind of... You could probably tell me if I'm wrong, but when I was younger, there's a lot of lecturing. Oh, you have to do this, and mm. they don't really tell you why. No. Or yeah. even if they do tell you why, because of the way they've told you, you don't even want to take it in. Yeah. Mm. So I'm just really glad that through just watching Rafa and I, and just like naturally seeing us maybe do the things we do, you are able to gain that. So what tips would you give to like anyone your, your age or just like to your group of friends? Because you're 16. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think is imperative that 16-year-olds should do now in order to, even if they don't know what they want to do, just to set themselves up to be in a better position using mm-hmm. the tools that are like widely available to everyone? We have loads of opportunities. Like if we look, there are, there's... Like a whole world out there, really. Wow. So, um, like, so just for an example, in school, like, there are loads of things you can do. And I feel like instead of saying, oh, I don't know what I want to do in the future, just do something at least so that you have something to work on. And what about, like, a little tip to us adults, you know what I'm saying? What, as in? To help, to help with what? To help you. To, to help, help with you us. And your peers, yeah. Mm, I'd say. Instead of talking at us, talk to us. Mm. Ooh, like I love that. Teenager thing, eh? It's like yes. a teenager. Yeah, I can't think when you shout at me, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> like just saying, oh, you have to do this, do this, do that. Just say, yeah. 
you should probably do this because you're going to want to do this yes. instead. Yeah, the power of conversation is real because one thing as well that I feel like is imperative is not so much the kind of shock factor of like, oh, if you don't get GCSEs, you're going to be mm-hmm. working at XYZ yeah. for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say a shock because there's nothing wrong with working any type of industry. Yes. Like, do you know what I mean? There's no need to demean. I feel like mm. when people do that, whether it's parents or friends, it's not nice to do that. But instead saying, if you want to do something that, like, for example, if you want to go to space... It'd be great if you work on doing this, that and that because it'd bring you one step closer. Even when I was saying to you to start the blog, it wasn't so much for me saying, oh, just do the blog because I said so. It's like, yeah. it'd be great if you do that because then on your UCAS application, yeah. you can put that I actually write about Science. astrophysics, is yeah. that what it's called? Science. You write about space and you document, you know what's going on because you're so interested because it doesn't make it a statement. It becomes who you are. Because yeah. there's a lot of people that want to go to space, but how many people are actually going to write a blog that anyone can read about their opinions. You're not just writing about space. You're not reporting what's happening. Mm. You have to then give it a unique a twist. twist. Like, okay, what is it that you like? How mm-hmm. do you feel about this exploration or this astronaut? I don't know the ins mm-hmm. and outs of space, but that's the thing with life nowadays. But we all can be stars. You just have to find out your way of becoming a star. Yes. And with your unique blend of being an actor, having a brother that's a cinematographer and director. Yes your musical abilities like it's just nice that you're able to you you have the opportunities but you're not just sitting there being like gee whiz I have no idea what I'm gonna do you're actually like proactively doing things you're not doing it with a heavy heart like oh I have to do this thing I'm so annoyed you're fully immersing yourself and there's something special about that yeah I feel like everyone can be proactive it's just finding what you want to do yeah so like I feel like if if you want to do it, you will. You will go for it with 100% mm-hmm. of what you have. Because life is hard, you know, because sometimes, you know, especially making a film, you have to wake up early sometimes. Oh, my God, you have to get there. You have to, like, sacrifice maybe summer holidays or... Yeah. Yeah, perspective is important because one thing that Raf tries to tell me all the time is, and I try to tell him all the time, it's like this weird thing where we just ping-pong it back to each other. You have to enjoy the journey because mm. one thing that is not guaranteed is everything else you haven't done. Mm. But what is guaranteed is this moment right here. Yeah, how do you balance it all, mate? How do you balance it's, 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 it's tough, like... I'm going to my life so hard. You have a bad to thank for that, though, right? To be yeah. honest, yeah. yeah like, the routine. The yeah. routine helps. Routine is powerful. Yeah, you don't want to be a slob. Because once you start becoming a slob, it is so hard to get out of it. It's like a, Literally, even the smallest thing of like not making your bed in the morning. When you start to have yeah, your own house, do, if you do, don't make do, your bed in the morning, do, yeah. what happens? You do, don't do. put the cap on the That's toothpaste. Like we are going to have you don't routine. wipe out the, you know, the sink. Yes. You don't wash your plate. Yes. You don't wash your fork. Yes. It, it all starts very, to. It sounds dramatic. Human. Oh, the bit. No, I'll take it out cool. tomorrow. All of that it starts to build, and all of a very sudden cool. you're on hoarders. Do you know what I mean? Like oh. it sounds dramatic, but especially as a man. You don't want. You want to be able to have a life where you can have just your friends come over. You don't want to be that person where the doorbell rings. You like breaking your neck, trying to like quickly <laughs> scoot things and call. Scoot things on the couch. Ah, living like Scoot things on the couch. Then you're like, oh, that's this true. person's a bird of popping up. Yeah. That's the, that's the, that's like that's the thing. If your parents routine. give you a routine, as much as you might like, you know, as soon as they close the door, you're just like throwing out swear words at them appreciate them yeah. they that's love you that's all dead you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying now you've got a level headed little head head little chicken pox head on your shoulders you know what I'm saying you're on your way you took my direction well and left here you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying so I was, I was a bit nervous because I thought you was going to mess things up 
Not only that, because you was how old? Like fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, Romeo had a scene with a twenty-year-old girl, right? She's like yeah. twenty or twenty-one 20, or something. Yeah, 20, 20. Oh. She and she was kind of cute. She was kind of cute, right? She was kind of. No, we cute. love Jess here. Mm-hmm. We she love Jess. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying, yeah. And obviously, um, I was like, shit. I was like kicking myself because I casted her just from the looks. Like I literally casted the night before. Yeah, she Shout was like in Sweden. Just like, not, it wasn't laziness. I was working a lot on other things. And we just couldn't like, find the right girl. The right we don't girl. just settle. I found her and I was like, she is it. Like, yeah. And she was like, it. I'm down. Guys, I'm in Sweden right now. I'm going to land she, at like 3 a.m. But I'll be there. Down. Yeah, what the yeah. hell was that? She flew that? down from Sweden. She was. It just so happened the stars aligned that She's from Australia, was in Sweden. <laughs> said, okay, I'm going to be in London. I'll be there on time. Give yeah. me the address. We didn't hear from her. Because we're just busy setting up. And then yeah, when she called me, I think I'm here. And she was inside the building. I just could have fell to my knees. Because normally when people say, oh, um, I'll be there. And they don't contact you on the oh, day. You God. just feel like they're going to do a no-show. Yeah, How many people done, have done, done. no-shows? And yeah. she's not just like an extra. She was like the main, the main girl. Yeah. Whoa, like she, she came she, through. She came through hard. Yeah. So obviously when she came through, she, she transformed to... 20 year old or however old she is I don't know she shouldn't be talking wow. but she that. just yeah, they they pulled back time you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and her and Roman looked the same age you know what I'm saying so, so yeah it was really cool it worked out but obviously I thought my little bro she was going to be nervous because obviously yeah. she's a big woman and obviously they had a kissing scene at the end yeah. which um, I, I pulled out you know what I'm saying I had to pull out that, that scene Yeah. They, I just tried to hug because um, are you happy about that Romeo you are out? you happy yeah. about that are you really happy about that sure. yeah. he, he wants to bag me up still I felt like um, it might have been too much for him and her she's mm. got a kiss a really young guy you know what I'm saying yes, yes, most, yes, girls yes. Might not, most girls might not like that you know what I'm saying so like I was saying, I'm very proud of you for that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I had to pull the kiss because I felt like, um, as a director, I wanted to keep everything smooth, people feel comfortable, not yeah. make people do things they don't want to do. I thought do. it was make or break as well. I yeah. think I got the same emotion from the scene by p- pulling out the kiss and just letting them hug, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. um, the age difference is a bit mad. How do you feel about that? I, I, it was good. I enjoyed that day. Yeah? It was really fun. Do you wish you would have kissed her once? No. My favourite part was the Nando's. The Nandos. Uh, the Nandos. Oh. Yeah, she didn't know her brothers till the Nandos. Oh, is it? She no. know her brothers. <laughs> That's good. That shows you have your own image and sculpture to people. Yeah, people yeah. don't just see you and go, "Yeah, you're this guy's brother." Yeah. It's like, <laughs> hey, your brothers. So she had her own plan. That's good. Man. <laughs> That's good man. Now, yeah. So uh, obviously, the video's done now. It was yeah. It's gonna be out uh, January twenty fifth. Yeah, is it? And um, yeah, go go watch that. You know what I'm saying. Put the link in the description. If it doesn't come out January fifth, then shouts out to Miles Morgan for that one. You know what I'm saying. (laughs) 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 But yeah, cool man. Romeo, thank you very much. You know what I'm saying. Shouts out to JB Junior Best. Hey man, you know what I loved? We're gonna carry this on another time for the violin versus the piano debate because of what he said. That's a next saga, isn't it? Okay, well, that was our show for today. As usual, you can follow us on Twitter at Sorry Sims UK, Instagram Sorry Sims, I didn't even know we had it Facebook at Sorry Sims UK. You can follow Romeo at Go on, check your socials. What is it? Uh, Romeo Boma Asari on Instagram. Uh, Romeo B O A M A H A S A R E. Jeez. Did you forget the hyphen? You forgot the hyphen. They can't put hyphen. We'll put everything in the description box. Make sure you follow Romeo's blog on Medium. I'll check mm-hmm. a link to that there because he will 
be yep. posting about space. I will. And yeah, thank you. And yeah, well, and shouts out Junior Best. He's Junior here. Best. Yeah. Oh man, the best in coma, Junior Best here. Thank you for this opportunity, guys. And even though I walked in the middle, and um, they just brought me right into the conversation of where it was, and I felt right at striding at home. My socials are Suffocated Image on Instagram. Courtesy of Coded is the brand Shea Holder. And after Facebook. Suffocated image as well. Thank you for this opportunity, guys. You don't know, man. Hey. Shit. JB's like the flipping family member that just sleeps at Christmas and blah blah blah. Oh, or the janitor, you, you know what I'm saying? The, the janitor <laughs> to the business of a side. They feed so, me so. once every week. <laughs> they make he, me he, so their <laughs> Sleeps under the stairs, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Harry Potter style. <laughs> cool, man. That's it. The Sarah Sims Extras podcast features two shows along the lines where we talk about all things business and creativity with business owners and Growing Pains, where we interview young artists from multiple